Hey, beloved, how are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for joining me for a special Thanksgiving 12-minute message. We hope that uh, those of you who have eaten early, uh, you are not too full to pay attention, and those of you who are eating later, that we occupy just a few minutes of your time um, so that uh, your thoughts can be off of the food that you are about to consume, and then those of you who will be uh, traveling, we hope and we pray and we trust that, um, <clears throat> that you are safe um, trusting and hoping that you are safe uh, from uh, all hurt, harm, or danger, and that you find yourself in God's traveling mercies and his arms of traveling mercies um, as you travel the highways and the byways. Amen, amen, amen. We are trusting and believing um, that on this Thanksgiving that we have to do differently. And if you are traveling, see friends and family, that you are doing it in the safest way possible, in the safest way um, imaginable um, in this day and time, in this era, in our uh, um, and so we are <clears throat> we are grateful glad that you joined us. We're trying to give a few more people a chance to uh, join us. Uh, if you are there, um, can you say hello or happy Thanksgiving in the comment box? Um, amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We see you coming. Amen, amen. Thanksgiving message is a very simple one. It comes from Psalms 51 and 9, quoting from the New Jerusalem Bible. Turn your face away from my sins and wipe away all of my guilt. I want to talk to you about penalty, punishment, and pardon. Penalty, punishment, and pardon. So welcome to the 12-minute message. We've been hearing the word pardon a lot lately, and some of us are upset that President Trump has pardoned some people who we think and believe don't deserve to be pardoned. We don't agree with anything they've done. And we're saying, you know, if they were black or they were this or they were that, um, how much heck would be going on in this and that and the other thing. But I want to talk to you today from that thought, penalty, punishment, and pardon. I want us to understand what it is in that of all the things for Thanksgiving we should be thankful for and to show an act of Thanksgiving. 
David had committed the worst sin there was during that time, or some of the worst sins. He slept with another man's wife. He coveted another man's wife. To cover it up, <clears throat> he killed the man. He committed murder. And to further cover it up, he brought the man's wife into the palace and took as his own wife. The prophet, after some time, comes to him and tells him that his pregnancy will not be hidden. God did what was keep sin on top of sin and that these transgressions would not go without being penalized, without penalty or punishment. As a result, <clears throat> the baby died as a result. That was part of the penalty. Part of the punishment was that David was never allowed to build the temple. His son Solomon did that. But David still sought to be pardoned because he wanted to have returned to him the joy of his salvation. So watch this. All sin, all transgression, all iniquity, all things that are not like God and anything done to anybody is excused or dealt with by one of three things. A penalty, punishment, Pardon. A penalty for your sins, a penalty for, for, for something, depending on how egregious it is, it may only require a small penalty. In hockey, if you hit somebody blindside, you get a penalty card. In soccer, you get a penalty card, a warning. If you speed too fast, you get the penalty is a ticket. And once you pay the ticket, then your transgression, your sin, your iniquity, is done away with. You still have a record, but it's done away with. You've taken care of it. And it could be still used against you later on down in life. Part of that penalty for a speeding ticket is the highway department takes some points away from you and your insurance goes up. And so the penalty can last a long time. It doesn't have to be severe, but the penalty for the transgression can have lifelong effects. Then there is punishment. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So there is this punishment for sin, iniquities, and transgressions. If you read the, the book of Leviticus, you see where God outlines all of these punishments for everything from coveting somebody else's wife, to murder, to slaying your brother, to rape, to incest, all of the sins, all of the iniquities, uh, that you can imagine are covered in the biblical code, and there is a punishment, sometimes swift, sometimes severe, sometimes not so bad. You have to sacrifice something or give up something, but there is a punishment for your sin, for the transgression, for the iniquity, for the act that you commit. But most times when people get a penalty or a punishment, they continue to deny that they've done any wrong. They can continue to deny. They can say, I was railroaded. They can say, you don't understand. They can say, the system was stacked against me, which may or may not be true. But then the third and final way, and the best way to do away with sin and transgression and iniquity 
is the pardon. See, what the pardon does is says not only have you done something wrong and not only do you not deserve this pardon, that's why the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The pardon means that you have been forgiven. You have your record wiped clean. And what you've done, if you do something new, it cannot be held against you because you were pardoned for that crime. You were pardoned for that incident. So when David is asking God in Psalm 51 and 9, turn away your face from my sins and wipe away all my guilt. What he's saying is, God, I can't stand the penalty. I don't want to deal with a deserved punishment. So please, God, please, God, pardon me. That's what all of us have been by Christ. We have been pardoned. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave us a pardon. Now, there are two types of ways to get a pardon. One, you can ask for it. You can write a letter of appeal to the governor, to the president, or whomever for a pardon. Friends and family members can testify that you've done this and you've done that and you've done all of these things. And it's still no guarantee that the pardon will be granted. Then there is the pardon that the president gave. You don't have to ask for it sometimes. You don't, unfortunately, Michael Flynn's case, you know, people were begging for pardons who did wrong. But they were granted a pardon. But here's the thing about the pardon while the system says you're a white clean, you have to admit guilt. You have to admit that, hey, I did something wrong. And so I beg your pardon. I accept your pardon. I accept that you forgave me and wiped away all that I've done wrong. And so this Thanksgiving season, I wanna encourage you to do three things. One, I want you to really thank God for pardoning you. Really thank God for pardoning us because there's no way we could have paid the penalty and the punishment was too severe. And on Calvary's cross, Christ paid it all for us. So first and foremost, give thanks for God pardoning you, God's grace, God's redemption at Christ's expense. Then I want you to thank him for giving you a pardon that you did not deserve. None of us deserve to be pardoned. When we think about the acts against God, our behavior, the things we've done, the things that we've, the sins we've committed that we've not even asked God to forgive us for, but while we were yet sinning, Christ died. Thank God for pardoning you and giving you a pardon that you did not have to solicit, that you did not have to ask for, that you didn't have to have others to beg and plead for you for. But third, and this is the most important one, to really show God how thankful you are, to really show God how thankful you are, I want you to call somebody. Pardon me. I want you to call that person who stole your boyfriend in high school. I want you to call that aunt or that uncle who told you you'd never be nothing. I want you to call your sister who was having an affair with your husband. I want you to call that parent, that brother that you've fallen out with, that sister that you've fallen out with, who no matter how much you say it, they won't admit that they've done you wrong. I want you to call them and I want you because you see, the only way they can accept the pardon is to admit that they've done something wrong. That's how it works. 
whether it's a solicited party or unsolicited. And I want you to call, if you can, that molester, that rapist, that abuser, that alcoholic ex-husband or boyfriend. Show God you really thank him and give thanks for what he's done. The boyfriend who cheated on you and broke your heart, the girlfriend who cheated on you and broke your heart, the guy on the job who lied and got you fired. Call them, write them, send them a text message. If you know their inbox on, even on, on Facebook, inbox them and say, hey, you've been pardoned. Because you see, what the other thing that pardoning does is it's beyond forgiveness. It's, it goes beyond forgiving somebody. Pardoning somebody means you totally, totally let it go. It's out of your heart. It's out of your mind. It is out of your system. How do I know? Because this week both I begged to be pardoned and I was. And I gave pardon and they accepted. And so for each and every one of you out there, go ahead. Pardon somebody. Stop penalizing. Stop punishing them. Because you see, you paid the penalty, too, of holding on to that hurt, that anger, that frustration, that, that animosity, that bitterness. You are being punished, too, by crossing the street and not speaking to them and constantly remembering and reliving every time you see them, whatever it is that happened. You paid the penalty and the punishment as well. But when you pardon them, you pardon yourself. You pardon yourself from the pain. Pardon yourself from the problem. You've pardoned yourself from the penalty and the punishment of carrying around that type of hatred and frustration and unforgiveness and animosity and bitterness and thanksgiving. If you really have a grateful heart and you really want to show God you're thankful for the pardon you was given, why don't you pardon somebody? I don't know who it is. I don't know what it is. But you know, and sometimes, and this is a crazy thing, <clears throat> sometimes the person we have to give the biggest pardon to is ourselves for not fully living up to who and what we are and could be, not believing in ourselves. We have to pardon ourselves for doubting ourselves and pardon ourselves for having low self-esteem and pardon ourselves for not having enough faith to apply for that job, to go back to school for not having enough faith to take that chance, for not having enough self-esteem to say hello to that guy or that girl who would have been a great husband or a wife that would have changed our lives. Sometimes we have to pardon ourselves. Just like President Trump is planning on trying to pardon himself. But the difference is you have been given the power by God to pardon yourself and pardon. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. May you have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Come on, let me pray. God eternal wise, we thank you simply for pardoning us and not for a long prayer. Give us the strength, Father God, to pardon somebody else. In Christ Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you 
for pardoning me. And I want to let you know, you too have been pardoned. If I've done anything or said anything or did anything to offend you. God bless you. Have a smile on you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.